Happy Friday, and welcome to Newsmax Daily for April 21, 2023, the 111th day of the year already, and World Creativity and Innovation Day. What the heck does that mean? Established in 2021 to raise awareness about the role and creativity of innovation in human development, encouraging everyone to think outside the box. So, Today being Friday, think about something really creative and innovative to do this weekend. It's also National Yellow Bat Day, established to commemorate and celebrate an Army Security Agency, a branch of the U.S. Army activated on April 21st, 1967, to manage intelligence and information for the Vietnam War. Yellow, contrary to what you may be thinking, was the background color of the logo. And they say a bat was used because bats are seen as a sign of mystery and secrecy. Or just scare the crap out of some people. Tomorrow, by the way, Saturday is Earth Day and National Record Store Day. So those two events may figure in to your weekend plans. In the headlines today... What we have been very clear about this is that there should be no negotiation. This should be done without conditions. We've been very, very clear over these past uh, several weeks, several months. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre firing back at House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's push to negotiate a debt ceiling agreement, saying the president won't agree to negotiate until the debt ceiling is raised by congressional lawmakers on its own without any conditions. Well, hello, Mr. President. After that, there would be no need to negotiate. After you give me everything that you that I want or we want, then we'll talk about it. Not only would the speaker's proposal cut funding for our veterans, it would repeal the Inflation Reduction Act's investment in manufacturing in clean energy. Investments that have created 100,000 manufacturing jobs. After other acts and bills took away hundreds of thousands of energy-related jobs, they created 100,000 new ones. McCarthy said his chamber will vote on a bill that will raise the debt ceiling and cut spending while protecting Social Security and Medicare. Corinne Jean-Pierre also commenting on Florida's expansion of the Parental Rights Law. That's the actual name of it. The bill is not called the Don't Say Gay Bill. That's just what the Democrats and the snowflakes call it. It bans classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity, except for in-health class. If they're going to teach it or discuss it in health classes, which are generally in high school or middle school, then the subject is not being banned, is it? And what she didn't talk about is anything having to do with China. On China, China is setting up police stations in the U.S. There's more proof now that they created COVID. There is reason to think that there were more spy balloons than the White House has said. Why is it taking so long for President Biden to call Xi and tell him to cut it out? We have said over and over again that the president intends to call uh, President Xi. I don't have a, a call to read out to you at this time. Well, he intends to call. I mean, he'll eventually get around to it, you know, when some of these more important things get finished. Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn on Wake Up America. It appears that we have a president who is compromised because of his family's dealings with China. And of course, we all know every company in China is owned in large part by the Chinese Communist Party. They have a presence in these companies and they direct the activity of many of these companies. 
we have economic warfare going on by the Chinese Communist Party against us. Look at what is happening. Our trade imbalance last year, nearly a trillion dollars. When you look at the fact that they had a banner year with the U.S. in 2022. Now, what do they do with all of those profits? They buy our debt. They're the second largest holder of U.S. debt. They also spend that money to increase their military force, their Blue Water Navy, their missiles, uh, their work with Iran and Russia and North Korea, the other members of the Axis of Evil. China is also using that money to buy up farmland in the United States. I mean, how stupid can we be? Listen to this. Senator, staying on China, how concerned are you about the Chinese government not only buying up American farmland, but buying up land near some of the largest military bases in the U.S.? Well, as you know, I had an amendment to our Defense Authorization Act to prohibit that. Every Republican voted for it. Every Democrat voted against it. They, I'm very concerned about this. And when I talk to Tennessee farmers, they are very concerned about this because not only is it a national security issue with proximity to much of our critical infrastructure, it is also a food security issue as they buy more acreage, uh, more farm producing acreage, and as that goes out of the hands and the ownership and thereby the food supply for Americans and is redirected to China. I don't know about you, but I am also very concerned about China or pretty much any other country buying up land in the United States, but especially China. That's Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn on Newsmax's Wake Up America, which begins at 630 Eastern and is a great way to begin your day. And don't forget about Wake Up America weekends tomorrow and Sunday, 7 a.m. Of course, all of this on the heels of the bust earlier this week involving the Chinese-operated police station in New York. City. And as a former New Yorker, I can tell you, nobody knows more about New York crime than New York talk show host, Guardian Angels founder, and former mayoral candidate Curtis Sliwa, who appeared on Thursday's American Agenda. Let's talk about the uh, DOJ coming out saying some people uh, from China operating a police station uh, in, in southern Manhattan. Um, I'm assuming this isn't just a New York story. No. I'm assuming there are other places in the country. What are your thoughts about this? Well, I know it well because I was the first Republican running for mayor who ever won the Asian vote. So I got to know all the idiosyncrasies of who is pro-Red China mainland, who's being funded, who is anti the Red Chinese Emperor Xi for life behind the Great Wall of China. If you don't know the idiosyncrasies, then what you have are these police stations. Now, you would think, wow, they're there to support the police. Wrong. They're there to spy on us. That's what you do from your embassy. When we have an embassy in Red China, we're spying on them. When they have their embassy here, they spy on us. But they've set up these faux police stations, which are not nothing more than spying locations. So here in New York City, Flushing, Queens, huge Asian-American Chinese community. Chinatown, and they're trying to expand it into other communities around the country. Do the citizens even know that these uh, little offices are even there, run, run by the Chinese? Well, they have, give you the pretense that they're all about public safety. You know, that they, you, you can come to them, particularly it's an ethnic kind of situation. But I got to tell you, 
It is nothing more than a spying location. So I, good DOJ, you should have been doing this a long time ago. And here's what he had to say about the current crime wave in New York. I appreciate all you've done over the years, Curtis, uh, keeping, helping to keep the streets safe. Uh, are things worse now versus years ago when you first uh, started doing this? No. When I started in the 70s, it was worse in the 1979, 70s. there were no cops because there were fiscal cutbacks. Uh, the mayor who had come in was Ed Koch. And he immediately was hit with a budgetary crisis, which we're going to be facing next year. But for right now, we have, I would say, an adequate number of cops, but it's dwindling. And what you're seeing now that's different than in the 70s is crimes are occurring anywhere, anytime, anyplace. There's, there's no predictability to it. When I started the Guardian Angels in 1979 up in the Bronx, you could pretty much predict where all the violent crime was going to take place and when it would take place no longer now crime can take place anywhere yeah. problem is there are no consequences for criminals when they're caught so even if the cops are doing their jobs they pinch the suspect they bring them in and the da's are turning them loose and alvin bragg leads the parade that's why he has the nickname turn them loose alvin bragg if you're a criminal right and you're being par paraded in for your arraignment you know oh manhattan criminal court i got an easy pass right yeah. back into the street Republicans aren't just making this stuff up. It's incredible. It's sad. And worst of all, it's really dangerous for innocent people. It's no longer just gang-related crime or drug crime. It's everywhere for everything. Curtis Sliwa, former New York mayoral candidate and founder of the Guardian Angels. If Curtis would have won and become mayor of New York, which I think he should have and would have done a tremendous job, but I think... I feel like it may sort of been like when Anthony Scaramucci, the mooch, was the White House press secretary. You know what I mean? He may have been a little, let's say, too ambitious or too in your face. Meanwhile, in the news today, another radio host is throwing his hat in the political ring. Conservative commentator Larry Elder is aiming high. Elder says he's running for the 2024 Republican nomination for president. The 70-year-old says he's running because, quote, America is in decline, but its decline is not inevitable. We can enter a new golden age, but we must choose a leader who can bring us there. End quote. And I guess Larry Elder thinks that person is him. Not Trump, not DeSantis, not Haley, Hutchinson, or even Ramswamy, but Larry Elder. People initially had the same reaction to Ronald Reagan, the actor, so who knows? And who will any of them be running against? The Biden administration saying again yesterday that the president is very close to announcing his reelection campaign. Could even be next week. And again, I still doubt it. And did you notice that all of a sudden, after months, I mean months and months of being who knows where and doing what, Michelle Obama popped up yesterday with some gun comments. Call me crazy, but I still think she could show up once Joe finally comes out and tells us why he isn't running for re-election, aside from the fact that he's in his 80s. One thing is for sure, RFK Jr. has shaken their boots. A topic of conversation on John Bachman now with political commentator Dave Rubin. RFK Jr., he's polling already at 14%. What do you think about this? Well, it's interesting because, you know, clearly the reason he is running is because of COVID. And he wrote a phenomenal book about it. And he's hit Trump hard. He's hit Fauci hard. He's hit the pharmaceutical industry hard and everything else. 
You know, it's it's funny because to I wonder actually, and I hope to sit down with him for an interview. What makes him a Democrat at this point, other than the name Kennedy? Obviously, that <laughs> is deeply connected to the Democrat Party. But you know, John F. Kennedy, who was anti-war, who wanted to lower taxes, who said, "Ask not what your country can do for you; ask what you can do for your country." That sounds far more like a modern Republican or conservative than it does a Democrat. So what I sense is going to happen is RFK will get a little momentum. Uh, but the DNC and the Biden machine will absolutely crush the guy. And don't be surprised. I, I haven't heard anyone else say this. This is just a lark on my part. Don't be surprised if uh, in a couple weeks he's like, you know, maybe I can get on that Republican debate stage because they'd put him there. Well, Vivek, we just had Vivek on. on any debate stage with Joe Biden. I promise you that we just had Vivek on. and He wants to debate. RFK Jr. and I said I'd volunteer to uh, to moderate that debate. And what does he think about a potential Trump DeSantis matchup? You have all these Florida congressmen; they're not backing their governor. Why not? Well, as far as I know, I think you just hinted at it. He hasn't announced yet, so I suppose it's possible that he isn't going to announce at all. Uh, but you know, look, everybody's going to make their calculation as to what they see is best for 2024. You know, from where I sit, I, I sense that people really are over the endless show. They are over the endless fighting. There is an exhaustion with the name calling and the rest of it. I think people want three things. I've been saying this for a while. I think they want competency, clarity, and communication. I think Ron DeSantis is simply the best politician we have at that. And then if you take what he's done here in Florida and do blueprint it across the states, I, I actually think we have something that could make us the United States again, the United States again, mm. keyword united, uh, at least to some degree, which seems to be fraying very fast. Uh, but I supported Trump last time. It's very possible I'll support him again. I've been nudging him a little bit because mm. I don't think the name calling is working this time. It simply isn't. And by the way, you know it's not working because two or three weeks ago when he was calling you know, DeSantis a rhino and a globalist and all of those names, he stopped doing it because he realized it wasn't working. Trump, Trump does not change tactics unless he knows something's not working. That's political commentator and host of the Rubin Report, Dave Rubin, on John Bachman now. And I've mentioned this a few times before. I personally have talked to some big Trump supporters, some people that I know personally even, who have said they would vote for Trump again if he ran again almost no matter what. And those people almost immediately were turned off the Trump train the first time he called DeSantis the sanctimonious and have only gotten more turned off since then. I'm just telling you what I'm hearing. But the Republican side is getting surprisingly crowded. Will any of them have a chance? Who knows? And what about Pence, Pompeo, and others? And in other news, I have to share this with you, especially as I wait for payment on my BlockFi crypto class action lawsuit. A stunning new report about bankrupt crypto company FTX and music superstar Taylor Swift. You may have seen this. A Rolling Stone report says that little douche Sam Bankman-Fried and FTX was working on a $100 billion endorsement deal with Taylor Swift. One. 
hundred billion. You heard me correct. And you may recall Tom Brady and his then wife, Steph Curry, and other superstar athletes are all named in a class action lawsuit that's been filed in Miami. The complaint blaming FTX and its paid brand ambassadors like Curry and Brady for actively participating in the offer and sale of unregistered securities in the form of yield-bearing or interest-bearing accounts. All of these people have high-powered attorneys, agents, smart people all around them, advisors who let them get into these deals promised with big money. But Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift turned down a potential $100 billion deal, an unfathomable amount of money, so much money, it's just stupid. Why? Because she simply asked about Bitcoin being an unregistered security. This is a quote in the Rolling Stone article. I mean, why would you possibly promote cryptocurrency if it may be an unregistered security? That's just baffling to me. That from Taylor Swift. $100 billion. I mean, she never would have got that money anyway, but kudos to her. Even if she did get a billion dollar deal. By the way, Bitcoin has quietly gone up about $10,000 to $30,000 in the last few months. And a quick reminder, if you are not already watching Newsmax TV, you can find it on most major cable systems like AT&T, Xfinity, Comcast, DirecTV, and more. You can also find it on platforms like Apple TV, Roku, Pluto, and others. And make sure you download the Newsmax app. If you don't already have the app, make that the first thing you do when you're done listening to the podcast. It's easy to get. It's free. Get it on your phone. You can watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime. Have a fantastic and safe weekend doing the things you like to do. Thank you for listening to Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. We'll see you right back here on Monday. In the meantime, keep fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.